What's up? Welcome back to Oysters, Clams, and Cockles, a, uh, another listener email edition. I'm Ross Bolin, and I'm here with Veronica Ruck. What's up? And Barrett Dudley. Sa. Sa. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, That's what the kids are saying. Oh, okay. Well, let's jump into some, uh, some emails about the uh, Battle of the Bastards episode and what we think we're going to see this next week on Sunday. What's the, what's the name of the final episode? I actually, I'm not sure. Shit, I feel like we should know that. We sh- we probably should as a Game of Thrones look, podcast. Look it up. Look it up. Okay. Anyway, we'll jump into the. Uh, this first email is from Barrett, noted host of Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. Oh, hey, hey. Uh, if Sansa knew the Knights of the Vale were coming, why did she let so many of Jon's forces get slaughtered first? Coordinating together together and waiting a couple hours, they could have whooped Ramsay's ass start to finish just to make the scene more dramatic. Uh, yeah. So I guess I don't. I like. I, ca- I kind of ended up answering my own question. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know. You know how I like to do deep dives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was essentially, if they had showed up with the Knights of the Vale from the get-go, Ramsay wouldn't have come out of the castle. Right. We would like have the, ended up in a stand-off in a siege, situation. Yeah, a siege yeah, situation yeah, yeah. Which, as they've been calling it, so they basically needed to bait him out thinking that he had overwhelmingly better numbers because if he had been standing there 6,000 versus 5,000 men, like if they had had the Knights of the Vale standing there with them, right. that he never would have come out and done that done that battle to right. begin with. Mike, did you get the name of the episode? I did. Episode 10 is called The Winds of Winter. Oh, shit. Our, Winds our, of Winter. Our producer, Mike, just hit us with the, the Winds of Winter is the name of the uh, final episode of the season. Back to what Barrett was talking about, though, like, I still I don't think she knew he was coming. Well, that's that's going to be a major theme of episode ten, I think, and probably going forward is I think we'll learn exactly how much she did know because uh, right the the tension between John and Sansa is definitely going to be a thing. Yeah, I mean they're they're setting it up that up to not be very smooth sailing. I hope I don't like that. I want it to just like get eradicated. Like, okay, this was fucked up, but now we're going to be friends. Yeah, I think it's going to be worse than that. Yeah, you're probably right, but I don't like that. I hope. John just seems like he might just kind of be like, yeah, okay. Like, let her take point and kind of be the guy who's supporting her, you know what I mean? I mean, I think that he is okay with falling back into that role. I think that he is going to be pissed that she basically used him and let all of his friends die. Right. And Or he might see it that way, even if that's not the case. Right. I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this was, you know, like a, like a, like a schemed out thing by Sansa. Cause that makes, that makes it, that makes, that gives her character so much more depth that she is, yeah. she spent time with Ramsay Bolton. She spent time with Littlefinger. She spent time with Tyrion. She's learned from all these really good players of the game. And now she's become like a real player and not just. You know, but you think she, a know nothing. Yeah, you think she would risk 
Jon Snow's yes. life. Yes. For that? That's yes, pretty hardcore. Yeah, the but other thing why? You, That's still her only family she has left. So I don't know. Yeah, she doesn't strike me as that evil yeah. or like meddling, but I don't know. I mean, it's possible, I guess. She has definitely developed into like a badass with, you know, she's taking the bull by the horns in right. a lot of ways. And Jon Snow is still the bastard. He's not right. he's not like a full fledged part right. of the family to her. Right. And she was obvi- she had obviously like already let go of Rickon. She was, you know, right, yeah, that's, that's true. true. That she was pretty easy to be like, yo, he's going to die. I, like, I, I feel like up. her. I feel like survival and, you know, taking back her spot in Winterfell is is what's most is the priority for her. The other thing you mentioned is that it's like the Stark forces are dwindling. Yeah, they don't have many people left. No. Which I don't know what. Yeah, I mean, how do you rebuild? Just better start. Making babies. Yeah, I, that, I was thinking about that. You know, like, okay, so you have these these houses and these castles, but how big is a house? Like, how many people is how many people do the Boltons have? How many like yeah. that are actually Boltons? Right, right. We've seen a lot. I feel like you know we've seen like a lot more Lannisters. We've seen right, yeah, co- like all the cousins. We've seen like cousins and right. Uncle Kevin and Lancel and like well, all this, but like. The- like yeah. seven Starks. They weren't that hard to get rid of. <laughs> right, Starks, they really right. Because <laughs> Benjen has no kids and Liana, whatever, doesn't have the Stark name. Right. So, yeah. It would have to be like very far removed. Yeah, I mean. They're apparent, like these random ass cousins. Or, and, you know, it's just for, from the history of the show, like you, th- you think of, them. you think of uh, what, like the reigns of Castamere when the, the Lannisters just like wiped the reins off of the face of the earth. Do they have to kill like 10 people or 100 people? You know? Right. We actually, another one of the emails we got is from a guy named Jack um, who says, Battle of the Bastards lived up to the hype. It sucks Rick and died, but it can't all be sunshine and rainbows for the Starks. At the same time, doesn't the future their family name die with them? It can't live on through Sansa. John is a bastard and they aren't allies with the throne to legitimize him. So yeah, I mean. And Bran doesn't have a dick, as I mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't have a dick? Well, Bran, he has a dick. We just don't know if it works. I think it I think it works. Why? It doesn't always if you're paralyzed from the waist down. I thought you'd not always. Really? Yeah. I actually this is so random, but in college I had we had like this guy come into our one of our classes and he like was paralyzed from the waist down and basically told us that his dick didn't work. I don't really know how like it got there. Like they brought but in like, a guy to explain that to you? No, it was this really like sort of hippie class. Weird high school. No, it was in college. It was (laughs) a really random like sort of hippie class, and all these people with disabilities came in to like open our minds. But he like mentioned. So some guy was like, "Hey, my name's Dave. I'm a paraplegic, and my penis doesn't work." Like essentially. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, one way or the other, I don't think Brand being the new. Three-Eyed Raven allows him to to be in a position to carry on the Stark name. Yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know if you're allowed to be the uh, Three-Eyed Raven and the Lord of a major. Pretty sure you're not. And the Warden of the North. Seems like a conflict of interest. It, it does. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, got an email from Chase. Why the hell does One One not have any weapon? He's out there kicking ass with his bare hands, and that's great and all. But how many more Boltons would he have killed if he had killed? If he had a massive club or something. It's not like giants are incapable of carrying weapons. 
that one giant at the wall had a massive bow and arrow. Where is one ones? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I actually saw a picture on Twitter. Someone had photoshopped a gigantic uh, sh- uh, shield and sword <laughs> into one one's hand. Like the sh- the shield was like a, basically a gigantic door. Like what the fuck? Yeah. I, I guess he was well, just anti-weapons, like I, Batman or something. Jon Snow couldn't even be bothered to put on a helmet. Yeah, there, there was a lot of stuff like that in this episode where I was just kind of like, yeah, that, okay. That, I mean, the one explanation for that is that, and this is, you know, getting into the real backstory that most of us don't even care about or bother with, but like armor, swords, weapons, all that stuff costs a lot of money. And they don't have money. They don't have like any support from major houses. There's a bunch of wildlings and a bunch of scrappy nobodies that they put together. It's 62 Mormont men, you know, like they don't, they, they don't have the backing of the crown. They don't have the backing of a major family. Like, so they have no money to go spend. You on know that what? Stuff. I just remembered in the photoshopped picture of, of one, one he's holding the shield is a door and the weapon in his other hand is like a tree trunk. I was about, he should have just grabbed yeah. the tree out yeah. of the grass. So yeah. it, it, it would have eliminated any need for money at all. They could, they could have, yes. They all could have been better prepared. Right. Just like, <laughs> what a bummer to lose the giant. He, he right, was the right. last giant. He was the last giant. That was yeah. it. Oh, really? They're in the done. world? In the world. Allegedly. But you know, appara- yeah, apparently they said that about dragons at one point, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Who knows? Uh, Chase also asked, where the hell was Ghost this episode? I feel like he would have been pretty useful. I mean... They blew the CGI budget on the marine scenes. Ghost would have been so dead if he was there. <laughs> I, I just... He would have been fully dead. There has to it's be better that he wasn't. Some explanation of where the dire wolf is. You know what I mean? Like, where the hell is your yeah. your dog, man? Right. What... I don't really get. Uh, I think I think both of those. I think both of those are accurate. I don't think they. They. I think they blew the C- CGI budget on the dragons and then the battle scene, and then also, yeah. The, I mean, you have Ghost in that fight, and he gets killed, and then we're down to one direwolf where we have no idea where she is. Right. Fuck the budget. I think like so, I don't remember the exact figure, but something like twenty six million people watched this episode. Mm-hmm. Wow. They could have expanded the budget. HBO's not like running out of money. But they do have a budget. Yeah, I mean, I, I really, I know, I, I know, I know what you're, I know what you're saying. Also, but I think it's also bigger than I mentioned in the last episode. I guess like 120, 130 million. Yeah. But they just spent a hundred million on season one of Vinyl, which got canceled Whoa. and requires no CGI. Yeah. I don't think I didn't watch two minutes of that. Shit. I didn't either. So, so the Game of Thrones budget is probably more like 160, 170 at this point. Would well, be my they should have taken all that money that they gave vinyl and put it into this fucking <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, seriously, that would that would have been better. Two seventy on Game of Thrones, no more yeah. vinyl. Uh, got another email from Jake. I wanted to get y'all's input on a theory that's gained some traction the last couple weeks, and it's about Gendry. Um, the main theory is that he's not Robert's bastard, but actually is Robert and Cersei's first legitimate child that Cersei said had died. There's also theories about him coming back and making Valyrian steel since he's a blacksmith. Uh, I, wh- Why? I assume we're going to see Gendry. I think so. But I don't see why the hell he would be a legitimate, legitimate? Baratheon. No, I don't. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either, but I mean... I think the back half of that is more likely. That I, he's going to be a Valyrian steel. Yeah, we're, Valyrian yeah, steel sure. is definitely coming coming to play a part in these in the last two seasons yeah. at right. some point. Right. 
because they need them. We got to fight the white we got walkers. Sam with a Valyrian steel sword going to the Citadel. Mm-hmm. M- we maybe have um, Jacquin showing up at the Citadel at some point. We might have Gendry up over there. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors at play. Yeah. Uh, he also asked or said. I have a feeling that Cersei has the High Sparrow way more in control than we think. What are the Vegas odds that Lancel is a double agent inside the Faith Militant for Cersei? Because that's where I'm putting my money. Jake, you're going to lose all of your money. (laughs) He ended his email with, keep it up, y'all are above average. Both of your theories are garbage. (laughs) Below average theories. You're so mean. I'm I'm just got to speak the truth, Jake. I, I don't think... No, I think Cersei is not very much in control right now. Agreed. Do I think that she will regain control? I think that's very possible. I hope not. I mean, she could, but kind of why? Like, I don't know. I don't feel like it progresses the plot at all for her to, like, get control back. Like, who who gives a fuck at this point? Yeah, I don't... I'm over I don't, Cersei. I don't see things going well for her. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We haven't had a we haven't had a a chapter character die in a really long time, right? And a lot I'm, of people think it's going to be her, and I'm not sure that they're going to at this point. You don't really? think so? Ever again? What What I mean by that, if you're not fam- at least familiar with the books, is that that the books are written uh, chapter by chapter, and each chapter is from the perspective of a main character. Right. So like Ross can I do pro- remember this. Ross can probably help me out here. Like Daenerys is a chapter character. Bran is a chapter character. Sansa. Arya. John. Tyrion. Dead Ned. Cersei. Yeah. I mean, like Ned was is Jamie. Is Jamie one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamie's one. So like has have any of them actually died except for Ned? I don't I'm not sure. I don't think so. So feel like Theon was one. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Um but I don't I don't know. That's so something for, to go look into. For, yeah. for for all the talk of of popular big characters getting killed off on this show, like not really. Not really. Yeah. Well, but yeah, popular characters that weren't chapter characters, right. I guess. Yeah, exactly. So calling you out GRRM. Got a little plug here. Summertime is officially here, and we have a 20% off code for our listeners. Um, again, for manoutfitters.com, the online retailer that makes this podcast possible. Enter the code OCC at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your entire order. We've got Patagonia, Yeti, Under Armour, Columbia, Kohan, a bunch of other brands that'll have you looking fly this summer. It's manoutfitters.com. The code is OCC. Hey guys, this is Rob Fox from Total Frat Move, and I'm here to tell you to please listen to the Inside TFM podcast. If you're ever in a fraternity or sorority in college, or even if you just went to college, and you like to keep up with what's going on across campuses in the United States, or if you like drunken stories and are writers telling you their own drunken stories from both the past and, sadly, the present, then listen to the Inside TFM podcast. Search TFM on iTunes and check us out. Hey, this is Will DeFreeze from Postgrad Problems. Check out our new podcast, Touching Base with Postgrad Problems. I'm joined every episode by PGP's founder, Dave Ruff, and TFM's own Dylan Shivery, where we discuss business, golf, and being too old to use the word lit. 
you know, just guys being dudes. Again, it's called Touching Base with Postgrad Problems, and it's all on iTunes for you. Now back to your show. Another email from Jake. I think it might be the same Jake. No way to know. No way to know. I mean, there would be a way. I would have just had to right, make a just note, not gonna... but I just didn't do that. <laughs> right. Um, he says they have to burn the bodies after that battle, so that's got to be like the grossest bonfire ever, right? Oh, like that pile was really goddamn stinky. huge. All those people burning and burning flesh smoke, that can't be good for your lungs. Not to mention that it's within running distance from Winterfell, so they're going to have to evacuate the city, right? I don't know, man. Shit's fucked up. Do they have to burn the bodies? Yeah, probably. Oh, God. Or maybe they just bury them in the dirt or something. I don't know. I think they burning pop would be less mass grave. Mass grave. Don't you think? I think they're, they, they, I think they got to burn them, though, because they're worried about them turning into it to uh It's been a while since we've whites. seen somebody burn a body, though, mm-hmm. like a corpse. But, yeah, I mean, didn't we, didn't we discuss for a body to become influenced by the White Walkers, it has to be in proximity to them? I think so. Yeah. For him to be able to do the baller to, arm raising right, move that turns right. you into, into one of the Army of the Dead? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, pretty sure that's uh, science. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they don't, and all those fucking bodies become part of that army. They think they're safe because they're south of the wall. Surely they're not that fucking stupid. They, wh- well, John, surely? Ha- John has seen. Stupid. John has. Se- well, John also didn't wear wall. a helmet or give one one a fucking <laughs> weapon. So, who knows? Um, we got one from Ray. This is more of a more of a, a piece of information for us and our listeners than it is a question. Ray says, I got big news. I don't know if you've seen Furious 7. Barrett, I know you've seen of Furious course, 7. Of course, Barrett's of a huge Fast and the Furious me. fan. Uh, but Masande is in it, and she is in a thong bikini hybrid, and her butt looks gorgeous. Just thought I'd let you know she's a certified smoke show piece. Yeah, I'm going to go watch it. She, I don't know. She plays like the... Uh, she's like the asset in Fast and the Furious 7. She's the one they have to track down because she, uh, she's like the hacker girl. And okay. she is, and I can confirm that she uh, looks hot as shit throughout that movie, and you do get to see her in a bikini. All right, next email. Good looking out, Ray. <laughs> uh, Rebecca in Chicago. Shout out to Veronica for being my Game of Thrones spirit animal. I was hoping to hear from Dan this week. He must be off mourning the death of his beloved Ramsey Bolton. Now, while I love the episode, I felt one thing was missing. Where was Sir Davos with the pre-battle pep talk? I did notice that, too. <laughs> While I'm sure the forces needed no more reason to hate the Boltons, Umbers, Karstarks, etc., I was really hoping to hear one hell of a speech from Sir Davos. I did appreciate the one-liners, however. She gives the example. We mm-hmm. may as well be taking shits back here. <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll, we, we will get a pep talk as he tears Melisandre a new one in this upcoming episode. We're definitely getting a speech from Davos. I'm so oh, excited dude. for that. So I, I think my, <laughs> my theory is he was so upset by finding that burn site mm-hmm. that he couldn't muster a speech pre-battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, he's openly admitted to having like very little fighting abilities. Right. So I feel like he didn't feel, he didn't think it was his place to to get up there and give one of his legendary pep talks. She also says. Uh, Rebecca, that is, says that you know. Hopefully, we get the Tower of Joy scene we have all been waiting for. I'm, I'm gonna I think say next season. No, I think we get it on Sunday. You do? I think we're gonna get it because there's a part in the trailer where Bran's sitting at a tree, and I think he's found another one of those, whatever the hell, trees that allow him to do his his green seeing thing, and we're gonna finally get to see that scene we've all been waiting for all season. 
I don't think so. I think next season. That'd just be too, it's too far away. You can't give us like the precursor of, I mean, why give us the Tower mm-hmm. of Joy thing this season and then hold off? It loses a lot of its effect, I think, right. if you wait till next season. So ho- I'm, I'm thinking it's on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that's I hope fair. it is. Got an email from Steve the Pirate from ECU, which is what, East Carolina University? I think that's right. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention something that came up last week about Ramsey being typecast. The dude is in a new show called Misfits where he plays the complete opposite of Ramsey Bolton. Without giving too much away, he's pretty much the biggest pussy on the show, then comes back to save the day. It's on Hulu and definitely a good show to check out. I don't this want it like to be a pussy. I want it to be hot. Steve the Pirate show. definitely works on this show or something. He's <laughs> plugging the hell out of it. Well, go- uh, He's got a question, though. Well, no, no. Never mind. This question's about something else. So what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, uh, make sure you go check out our Twitter. That's at Clams and Cockles. And we posted a really funny picture of the actor who plays Ramsey Bolton. Who's it in, is who's not na- the hot whose photo. Name's I, who, whose name I can't pronounce. It's like Ewan yeah, Real or something. There is hot. There are hot photos of him. They just chose not to post Yeah, them. we're going to post They the don't care ones. about the ladies. Yeah, no, we don't. <laughs> the ladies with the Z. <laughs> All right, so Steve the Pirate has a question, though. What do you think about the theory that Mira is Jon Snow's twin sister? Um, we've yeah. all talked about this theory yeah, before. Yeah, we have answered this. We're not, we're not on we board. We don't think. I think I'm on board. Oh, you're what? on board? I'm on board. No, No, I'm not stupid. on board. I'm on board. I think Liana had both of them, and then Jon and that other dude. It's, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Ned and... Howland. Howland. Read, each took one. That, nah. seems, that, is that so seems like stupid. totally plausible. Uh, no, I wouldn't. She, wouldn't she be more important? Yeah, she like why? She's pretty important. No, all she is is like carrying brand. Yeah, like, she's literally like that's a an important. Vehi- task. She's a vehicle for for brand yeah. to move around. No, so was Hodor. Yeah, but Hodor, you saying Hodor no. wasn't important? Yeah. Shut up! Don't, <laughs> don't diss the dead. Uh, we got one from Dan. Debunked. Obviously, only one episode left this season. However, I've heard y'all say a set number like 16 total episodes left in general. Barrett, that was you. Is that confirmed? What is the future of Game of Thrones? I'm going to let you answer this because I don't know the answer. And I, I think you've read something about there are only going to be eight episodes in the next season or something. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure that they have come out and confirmed this 100%. But, I mean, straight out of the mouths of HBO producers and Benioff and Weiss have been that season seven and eight will be shorter seasons, will be seven or eight episodes each. That is fucking idiotic. I hate that, that so much. Yeah. I just, it. it just seems like free money and, I mean, why? Um, I don't know. I think they're, honestly, I think that they are like feeling like they can wrap it up in that amount of time. I mean, we've seen that this done, but we've seen, we've seen this done before. Breaking Bad did it. Mad Men did it. Well, those are those are broken up seasons, though. Well, that's essentially what they're what they're saying they're going to do. Yeah. Okay. The, I get yeah. you. Okay. There's just a lot that has to happen. I'd rather you just give. I mean, just yeah. Give I mean, how, a, well, how about this? Consider just consider that it's one really long final season that they're breaking up into two. Does that make you feel any better? It would. It, that would make me feel much better <laughs> than saying it's two seasons and then they're both not ten episodes. I mean, I'll tell you what, though, they have said that the episodes would likely be more like the length of nine and 10 here. And I'm okay. all about that. Like an yeah. hour and 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like at least Sweet. like a full, like full hour or more. Cause it's always, it's always really, really aggravating when you get those you 41 like, minute episodes, 42 and you feel like minutes. It's so quick. Yeah. 
I still feel like that. Even in these longer episodes, I'm like, wait, it's over. Why? I never want it to end. Yeah. Then you just watch it again. That's, <laughs> that's what I do. Then we got yeah. one from Colin. What do you guys think of the directors of the show giving John a man bun? If I'm not mistaken, it started an episode or two after he was brought back to life and seems to be a permanent look for him now. Personally, I think it makes him look a lot more badass, but kind of bothers me a little as I'm not sure that hairstyle existed on guys back then. I mean, it's like, <laughs> Dude, it's like, it's Sam- like the Samurai's half bun. invented the man yeah. bun. That's true. Samurai's did invent the man and bun. And it looks like the half bun like his dad. Yeah, they, def- they, That's true. De- they definitely yeah. rocked That's man Ned, buns back Ned then. Ned had the... Yeah. You calling it a half bun? Yeah. I'm like, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not... What's the difference you know, between a half bun and a full man bun? Um, a half bun is oh, only so half still of fl- your hair. So you've still got flow coming down. Right, down. right, 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 yeah. right. So you've still got flow and then the bun up. Okay, yeah. I understand. All right, yeah. I mean, I don't. I didn't really notice that until I read this email. And <laughs> I did, and now I was I'm like, kind of upset. just like his dad. But so he thinks. Whatever. It's all if good. He, if he had a fucking helmet on, like he should have, nobody <laughs> would have known one way or the other. Did any? Nobody had it in the whole. No, nobody on right? on his side. Did the other side have helmets? I feel like people on Maybe the other side had helmets. Maybe I'm wrong. Some fucking hel- they need more blacksmiths. Gendry should be pulling in like <laughs> billions of dollars. He, he's like, like three he's like people who know how to industry. make fucking helmets. And he made an awesome helmet. He had like that, what was it, like a cow head or something? A bull's head? Yeah, oh, it was, yeah. It was, it was, it was yeah, pretty that sweet. Was cool. yeah. uh, we got one from Jeremy. He says, you didn't talk about Ramsey saying that he is part of Sansa now. In all caps, what does it mean? We might have a baby Bolton on the way. No, I'm I think com- that I am, this is another theory that I am completely not on board with. Sansa, you're, you're the out. Sansa I'm you're out, out, I'm on out on this theory. Okay. I was really in on it, but now that Ramsey said, I'm out on it. I'm also out. I'm, and for that reason, I'm out. I mean, I, <laughs> I, ho- I hope that if that's true, that Sansa just pops that thing out and then kills it immediately. Oh. Well, so, okay, mm-hmm. on that, good Lord. On that note, uh, we had another email from Aaron on the same subject who says, um, for those of you who read the books, do you think she'll end up using moon tea if, if she is pregnant? And moon tea is like a, is the, the Westerosi <laughs> abortion. Plan B. The Schmishmorshman. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I don't think she's pregnant, so I don't think we're going to have to worry about that, Aaron. I feel like her play would be to just fuck somebody else and be like, it's yours. I don't know. I don't think you kill your own baby. Who's it's, she gonna, it's, who's if that she is gonna, a Ramsey Bolton baby, you off of you off it and you off I it f- quick. No, you that is like Damien. You okay, can abort oh, yeah. it, should, it would be Damien. No, you don't keep that around. You That's can abort evil. the hell out of it, but you don't. You don't kill a baby. Sorry, not your what, own baby. What would the Lannisters have done? What if one of the Lannister women had gotten pregnant with one of the Reigns, who they they would have sw- drank the moon tea, who, dude. Who yeah, they you, swore to eradicate off the face of the earth. No, Sansa. No, you want to end the Boltons. You end the Boltons. You don't let baby. one of them stick around. But you drink the moon tea. You, you don't just, wait you just till do born. the abortion. You, you don't, don't go through the whole friggin' yeah. nine months. All right, all right, fine. Moon tea. Also, <laughs> we we have seen babies murdered on this show before. We were not, but not by baby the hands murder. of their own mothers. No, no. I'm just saying, babies have died on this show. I don't know. It kind of throws the wrench. If if she is pregnant, it just it, it doesn't make sense now. Yeah, because it th- it's going to throw like a massive wrench into the whole like her. Well, if Ramsey lived, Baelish it, wanting to yeah. marry her thing. So if Ramsey lived, it would have made sense. But the it reason help. people kind of brought this theory back up after this recent episode was obviously the the remarks that he made in the he, kennel when he's tied to the chair or whatever. And I don't. He meant like psychologically, I will always be a part of you I because I fucked you up inside. Like I'm, I messed like, you up mentally and. 
I'm oh, you're never gonna forget me, basically. Yeah. Also, why would that line mean anything? What is he a fucking fortune teller? How would he know if she's? Yeah, pregnant? it's not like, like she'd mention it to him, or maybe he's just assuming. Maybe he's got like super potent sperm <laughs> or something. I don't know. Like he's had it tested and he knows. Whatever. I'm still. I haven't gotten to discuss his his death at length with anyone, so I'm just just sad inside. Share share some thoughts if I you don't, want. I don't. You know, I'm, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to rehash stuff that we already we've already discussed on the show that y'all have already discussed. <laughs> All right, we got another email from Cody on the recap show. You guys brought up uh, who who was it that put Ramsey in the kennels? Um, I'm not going to read the rest of the email because I know what you're going to say. But so the the point is, people were asking the question: How did Sansa know? Or, like Sansa didn't know that he was starving his dogs because she had already ridden away. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, but the obvious answer is John told her right. and put the do- and put him in the kennel with the dogs. Yeah. Right? Like I mean that's the only yeah. re- reasonable explanation. And I don't I don't think we really need more than that. But yeah, so Cody's was like so I guess John was like, "Hey, Sansa, I have an awesome idea about how to kill him." And then told her about the starving dogs. I think that there is a chance that that was a show error. I I did think that that like she, did she, rode she away. was did she rode yeah. away at, like before yeah. he says that. But, but it's a very easily but it's an easily yeah. right. Like, yeah, I could see that. I could totally see that. That makes sense. And I mean, because if it if it was intentional, I feel like we would have seen the conversation take place. Yeah, or like, hey, by the way, he's been starving these dogs for seven days, and just the way she says it, like, right. But now they're starving. You said it yourself. Yeah, it sounded like she was there. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I didn't notice until I watched it again that she had ridden away first. So I did think it could be a show air too, but I I don't think it matters. Yeah, easily explained. He easily could have gone back and been like, "Yo, he said these dogs were starving for." It's not that serious. It's not that big of a stretch. Who cares? And at this point, I mean. there's like we all get so critical about this show and they have so much shit to deal with. Like it's an unbelievable amount of information that they have to present us with right. every week. So it's like you got to cut them some slack, man. Like when you when you catch something like that, just let it go. Yeah. Cody also mentioned like he feels like one one deserves more of a shout out than he got. Dude was the ultimate ride or die. The real MVP. Can we show one one some love? I agree. One one like, for example, when Hodor goes out, mm-hmm. the freaking internet explodes, and Hodor gets like two weeks of mourning from Twitter and <laughs> Instagram and memes, and I mean, people were bringing up Hodor jokes with the hold the floor crap that the Senate's got going on right now and whatnot. <laughs> like Hodor's been immortalized, whereas one one is just like everybody just let that go immediately. Huge bummer to me. Well, Hodor's a day one though. Yeah, That's I don't true. feel like one one. I don't feel as emotionally attached to one one. But without like, people him, don't know his name. Without him, they didn't get inside that castle. There would have been a ridiculous siege. He busted down the door, that, made yeah. that all no, possible. No, I mean it was for sure sad. But I don't think like I said one one. I was like, oh my god, one one when he died, and my roommate's like, what? How the fuck do you know his name? I'm like, I don't know because. Ross and Barrett know his name. Like, that's why. His real name is, like, super long and complicated. Yeah, that's, they, like, the shortened version. Also, they, they didn't do a great job of putting his name out there no, on the show. No. And oh, they did a I'm terrible saying. job. Yeah. That's we're just, what I'm saying. You know, like, I, think I don't it think... might have been said one time ever. If you don't read like, any geez, articles or listen to any podcasts or do anything like that, you're just you're just sitting there like the giant. Right. Just going, and that's that, why that I giant, think dude. he's... That's why I think his death... Like, right, You right. feel less attached to him. He doesn't have a name. He's just this giant. Especially because 1-1 is a cool name. They should have used it more. Right, they should have made right, it right. more 
more apparent that that was his actual name. But yes, he was a rock star on the battlefield, and without him, you know, even he, without weaponry or armor, yeah, he was essential to the or the to ability get, to, to getting the W or the ability to speak very well. Yeah, <laughs> he knew no, like two I, words. Really one, of them, his... one of them was snow. The other one was like an arg noise. <laughs> His death was super sad to me. I don't know. I said before, and it just was like when an elephant when an elephant is right, killed by right. humans, it's like just like really sad. A, this like massive, like really nice, just creature. a huge, yeah. living being. Yeah. Also, I don't know if y'all discussed this. I can't remember, but when when Ramsey takes that shot and and puts an arrow in one one's eye to to end him to finish mm-hmm. him. He could have killed, killed Jon Snow right there. Right. Jon yeah. Snow was not paying attention at all. No. And that still bugged me when I rewatched the episode. I was like, I mean, I get it. No, I don't get it. He's, it he's, makes no he, fucking sense. He is, he, just, could, he is just lucky that 1-1 was such an imposing force that Ramsey felt like he had to end, right. like get rid of him. Rather than John. Like, I, right, I kind of right took it as there. a little bit like more just sadism. Like, yeah, oh, no. look, I'm gonna, look, I yeah. just killed your friend right in front of your face. Kind of come at me, bro. Like, like he knew he was going to die either way and he wanted to hit John mm-hmm. one more time a little bit where it hurt. Sure. I don't think he knew he was going to die. I think John's all beaten up. He wasn't in this battle and I think he thought he was going to beat John who's like, has just been in battle for an, I don't know who, who He knows didn't how even long. make an effort to turn it into a sword fight. He fired a few arrows at him. He knew he was going to die. I'm pretty you positive. You think so? I think he did. Because... He's the only dude at that point remaining. Like the, all the other archers have been taken out by the winner, the the good guy archers. Mm. Yeah. So it's just him standing there, and I I think I think you're right though. It was like him. It was one more evil thing he could do right. before he died. Um, but still, it's an interesting decision that he could have killed Jon Snow, and instead he took out the giant who already had like 150 arrows right, in him. Right. By the way, um, we got an email from Noah. Who would be the worst pledge trainer? And I guess here's the first thing we need to clarify. Yeah, I was going to say. You is it, does that, that mean terrifying pledge trainer or not good at their job? Do so you think all of our listeners are frat people? I think no, maybe they're you not. They're definitely not. So I, I guess in a fraternity, a pledge trainer is, is the person who hazes the pledges and educates them. Let's, let's put it that way. <laughs> so the, the choices are Ramsey Bolton, Joffrey and Robin Aaron, which really makes me even more confused about what this question is because obviously if we're talking about who would be a terrifying pledge trainer, it's Ramsey Bolton. Joffrey would be second, and Robin Aaron would be the least intimidating person ever. Ever. Yeah, Robin Aaron's only... The only reason that he's scary at all is because he's got Baelish standing there next to him. And he's still not scary at all. I mean, he's, otherwise, when he was just like, oh, let's push you out the moon door, somebody would like, be like, fuck it, you, kid, and pu- I'm pushing you out the moon door. Make yeah. the bad man fly. <laughs> <laughs> he's just an impotent little shit. Yeah, you could, you could take care of him real quick. Uh, Ramsey Bolton, you would die in pledge ship with Ramsey Bolton. He would just kill you. He'd flay you. He'd flay you and cut off your dick. Um, Joffrey would do the same, though. He'd just kill you in a less terrifying way. Yeah. Joffrey was pretty awful. Put a I think bolt you're just you. forgetting. Dude, there's a big difference in gruesome like torture between Joffrey and Ramsey. Ramsey was w- he cut off a dude's dick. He's skinning people alive. I think Joffrey would have done those things if he didn't have like his whole council being like, "You can't do this. You're the king. People are gonna be pissed." Joffrey's most and correct me if I'm wrong, but as as I remember it, Joffrey's most evil moment 
torture and or killing wise was hookers. when he made the hookers yeah. Yeah. torture each other or he made one hooker torture the other hooker yeah. to death. And then kill the other ended one up killing her too with a uh, bunch of bolts, a uh, yeah. bunch of arrows. But he's, he did a bunch, I don't know, he did a bunch of things like making like Sansa look at her dead dad, just shit like that. No, he was, he was, he was and sick And the thing is, sure. I think he, I really think the only reason he didn't go further is because people were like, what the fuck are you doing? That's, she's going to be your wife. Like you need to chill the fuck out. Like if he was given the time right, to right. get to a Ramsey level, he, he would have been able yeah. to. Yeah, you're probably right on that. So the same person, Noah, also puts this question to you, Veronica. Same group, Ramsey Bolton, Joffrey, Robin Aaron, fuck, Mary, kill. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, I know where this one's going. Uh, you fuck Ramsey. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so shocking. <laughs> I think you... Okay, am I like living in this time? Like, yes, is Joffrey you, the king? If you're in the story. So, if okay, yeah. so Joffrey's the king. Oh, no, 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 no. No, Wait. he's not the king. Okay. So I can't be queen if I pick. Yeah, I don't think you can factor that into okay. it. I think it's okay. like on a character level. Just, okay. Yeah. So then I think you marry Robin so you could like just walk all over him, do what you want, and kill Joffrey. This is a super easy one. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's the obvious. Yeah. If those aren't your choices as a woman, you're. You're wrong. <laughs> or you're just weird. <laughs> Marrying Joffrey or Robin Aaron. I mean, but I get, okay, but the, the boning Ramsey part is coming from because he's the most attractive one. But Joffrey is probably not going to like treat you as terribly as Ramsey will in the sack. So yeah, Joffrey's not going to be able to. <laughs> <laughs> Next email. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You know what? Let's carry on with this topic. We got an email from uh, Taylor Bolin, my wife, that says, Ross's wife here. I have a troubling (laughs) confession to make. I'm sure Ross is pumped to read this. I can assure you I am not. First off, I have to say I am 100% relieved that Ramsey is dead, and I love that he got the brutal death he deserved. With that said, and knowing that he is a complete sadistic psychopath, Ramsey is undoubtedly sexy. <laughs> yeah, Barrett, is... I am with you on that twinkle in his eye. <laughs> LOL. That final scene between Ramsey and Sansa was one of my favorite dialogue scenes of all time. Maybe it's because we knew his death was imminent and we got to witness his face being bitten off by his own hounds. But I loved how in his final scene, beaten up and bloodied, Ramsey greets, Sans- greets Sansa with his infamous creepy, in parentheses, hot <laughs> smirk. <laughs> R.I.P. Ramsey heart emoji. <laughs> We're gonna have a talk when I get home. <laughs> yeah, this, I mean, this, look, I get, I get it, I get the attraction to Ramsey from from women. She, and Taylor's not the only one who brought this up. Obviously, no, like no. lots of girls think that, that that he's hot, and it's it's the bad boy thing. Like, yeah, girls are attracted to to bad boys. It's why it's why t- Taylor married me because <laughs> I'm a bad boy. But it, it just. I get it. I don't think any more time needs to be wasted on the argument on whether or not Ramsey is a sexually attractive man. We fucking get it. All right, it's over. Jeez, he's the guy's gone. Girls are like going back and rewatching old episodes of him torturing Theon because it gets them off. All right, we got an email from Ian S. Um, had a thought about what Kyburn and uh, found out for Cersei. I know a lot of people think they're talking about wildfire, but do you think maybe they're referring to Gendry? It's probable that he's hanging out in Old Town, and it's pretty obvious that if he gets found out, he could be manipulated however someone like Cersei would want. I still think that whole Kyburn thing is, that's a wildfire reveal, right? Like, what are the odds that, because I think Cersei's pretty much forgotten about Gendry. 
Yeah. I don't think she's still well, even... She does, does she even know that he escaped? I'm not sure. Yeah. She, she, her whole thing was like, all right, kill every one of Robert's bastards, right? Right. And they knew he existed, so she sent out like a search party that, to find him and get rid of him or whatever, but like that was years ago. So Is much she, shit. He's not She on doesn't radar. care about... Yeah. And what would she be able to I, accomplish? I was just about to say, let's just say the rumor is about Gendry. What what would she do with that? Right. I'm not sure how that gives her any more power or anything to play. Yeah, that's well, not to, something to, you're going to smirk make, about. To make him a more legitimate heir to the throne than Tommen, she has to confess to the incest. Right. Right. And so, you know, and she's cutting she... off her nose to spite her face there. Right, right. Like, I, 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 I... Yeah, I don't see that being a play. I still don't think it's Gendry. I think Gendry comes back into play here at some point. But or, or else what a ridiculous waste of a mm-hmm. character. But I don't think this is the I don't think this is that. We got another one from Pierce. I have a theory that at the end that during the end of episode ten, John's gonna go down to the crypts after burying Rickon, and he's gonna walk around down there and explore deep down in it. <laughs> Real deep down in it. <laughs> According to the black. books. <laughs> According to the books, he has dreams about this, but I believe he's going to find a grave waiting him. I guess it's a typo. He's going to find a grave that says something like, Here lies John Su- John Snow, son of Lyanna Stark and Rhaegar Targaryen. And boom, Ned had his tomb made. He founds out the truth and the season ends. So the theory that, that Pierce is bringing here is that that when John left for the wall, mm-hmm. Ned had his tomb pre-made in preparation for him so that when he, you know, eventually, to make sure that he has a tomb with the Stark household at some point. But then... Why would nobody else know that? Well, and also, Ned wouldn't have put the tomb in the Stark, or his grave in the Stark tomb if he knew he wasn't a Stark, right? That that seems... Wait, no, but Lyanna was Wait, a Stark. Lyanna is right. a Stark. Oh, shit, so then, yeah. He would. Uh, well, yeah, and the Targaryens are basically gone, right, to, right? As far as Ned knows, I think that would New. be an interesting way for him to find out. But again, I don't think that's going to be the way he finds out. Yeah, I think I think the the beauty of that whole reveal has to be Bran telling him, right? right? Like that's what it. That's what you'd think, and that's what you want because we want to see it. Like we want to see it. You know, I don't think we want to just read well, it then, on something. And then tomb. I, I want to see Bran physically tell him like. You are a real Stark, by mm-hmm. the way. But also, by the way, you're a fucking Targaryen. <laughs> Just FYI, you could go completely insane. <laughs> yeah. We got an email from Reed. John is supposed to be this great warrior, leader, commander, etc. But I feel like he did jack shit in that battle. He got so incredibly lucky over and over again. When the camera was kind of following him around and he was just cut and he was cutting down dudes, he almost got killed like 50 times but was narrowly saved by his men each time. Then when they get cornered, he is basically just trapped under a pile of bodies and isn't doing anything in the fight at all. Also, he never gets hit by an arrow, and he immediately starts a charge at Ramsay's army when Rickon is killed. The one thing that blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, it's pretty much been determined. Like, he handled that entire battle in the worst possible fashion. Like, he did not do a very good job. Yeah, I, I, would, I agree with that. Um, he is a hothead. He does not plan very well. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't think things through very well. Right. Having said that, I uh, I I think that he is like a top top notch 
warrior swordsman. And swordsman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, once we see him actually getting to to do some fighting there, to to the point that he brought up of people kept saving him when he was about to get axed or like ridden down or whatever. That's just how those battles. I was just about work. to say that. All, that right. always happens. You right. have to get lucky, or you're <laughs> yeah. going to die. You're yeah. surrounded by your good people on your side and on the other side. Yeah. And like, he's like the most important. Exactly. Like if you're the if you sure right, saved. if you're the yeah. leader, if right. you're the captain, like your your guys are there. Like wa- yeah, they're they watching to. your back. Yeah. Like that's so. Like, so you I can chop like, people down. I feel like there were a couple instances of that in Braveheart, where so, William Wallace is like about to get axed or something, and somebody else like flies by and takes that dude out. Any battle or war movie Gladiator, that has, that has close thing. range battle like this, Gladiator. Th- this is. It's that's like just how it goes down. Yeah, it's one of the most classic tropes of that yeah. genre is that the good guy almost gets got and then other men save him like always. But that doesn't even just feel like cinematic to me. That feels like that has to be like that shit happened. Like that's the person you like everybody. If he's in your proximity, you need to kind of have one eye on him. Right. Exactly. Saving him. Yeah. Yeah. And just, just in general though, he was kicking ass. Yeah. When he got, when he got in there and started going after it. I mean like that was, you know, then, then things went horribly wrong. And, uh, which, which guy's army was it that, Joined in Karstark. No, Umber. 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 They yeah. went full 300 and right. did the... Dude, that was so fucking anxiety-inducing <laughs> to watch for me. I was like, oh my God. There's um, no escape. It's like my biggest fear. Yeah, and then the arrows not hitting him. We, talk, we talked about that a little bit last time, too. Not only was it cinematic necessity, but we also... We know that this guy is alive right. for some reason. Right. Like, Yeah, and I mean, the the the... the what I took from that is he's riding so hard and so fast, but by the time they loose, none of these guys are good enough to accurately mm-hmm. judge where he's going to be. Yeah. It's not like he was just like, you know, matrixing the arrows. <laughs> um, but yeah, John, all in all, could he have handled the situation a little better? Yeah, but it, it all worked out. He's fine. We got one from Austin. First off, Sansa using the hounds to kill Ramsay was a gruesomely awesome way for him to go out. I'm sorry. For him to get got. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, now that the Starks have reclaimed Winterfell, do y'all think the North's plotline shifts exclusively to White Walker stuff, or will John and Sansa try to interfere with matters in King's Landing as well? I don't think they give a fuck about King's Landing right now. Yeah, I have no reason to believe that they do. I also don't think it, it's going to shift immediately toward White Walker stuff. I think what no. Barrett was talking about a little bit earlier, I think there's going to be some internal conflict. Yeah. Um, obviously... I think the only thing we see in Winterfell the rest of this season, which is one episode, is the Littlefinger, Sansa, John conflict, mm-hmm. and maybe an Arya appearance at the very, very end. I don't think we see her. But I don't think we see her until next season, um, if I had to guess. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I think the focus back to, hey, there's a massive army of the undead coming after us won't become a thing again for them until season uh, I agree. seven I yeah agree. they need to breathe a second like i don't think I, we, we got no a, we got a good amount of white walkers in this season more than any other season yeah. by far um so yeah i don't know i don't know what i mean what while they're not well they're definitely not going to be concerned with whatever is happening in king's landing right off the bat eventually you, you also have, yeah you also have to consider that jamie <laughs> Barrett just bopped himself just hit in myself the in the face with my mic. Uh, <laughs> Jamie got the de- got the deal done at River Run, 
And, yeah. and he's not going straight back to King's Landing, like he said. He's going right. up to the twins to who knows what's going to happen. Okay, now. so right. let's talk about that a little and bit. And Brienne is on her way back to Sansa. Right. Right. So she will, yeah. So there's, I mean, there's definitely some type of, you know. I just feel like their storyline, like, plotline is go is going to come back. To I them. think it will matter, but I don't, I think just right now the Starks and the Lannisters are not each other's number one enemy right now. Right, like the Lannisters are busy with the Faith. The oh, I don't think they're right, even, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I just feel like that conflict doesn't make sense to be the next focus. I think you're mm-hmm. right. Eventually, well, but, also the Lannisters don't really even have King's Landing. They wouldn't be your issue if you went to King's Landing right that's now. True. The Faith would be. That's true. You Barrett, you brought up. A little bit of a what? So, what's the deal with Jamie in the phrase? I, I, so, one thing I read is that you know maybe in talking to Edmure and watching Brienne go, like Jamie will turn back to his more righteous path, and maybe he's gonna kind of pay back the phrase a little bit because we see him sitting in the hall where the red wedding took place the, in this next episode. The other review. and then. You know, one floated theory out there, which seems outlandish, but is not out of the realm of possibility, is that um, Arya crashes that party. God, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I was. If if you go back and you look at Arya's kill list, there really aren't all that many people left on it right. for her to that she who, could conceivably you know who get. Was on the be- on it in the beginning. So, uh, like, we could the, go find it. It's like yeah. nine people. Yeah, I, I looked say. it up, but like the Hound is on it. Right, and, and he's probably off of it right. at this point. Right. Beric, Dondarrion, and Thoros of Mirror are on it. They're probably not going to stay on it. Why were they on it? Because remember when she ends up with the the oh, Brotherhood Without yeah, Banners yeah, yeah. and like they won't let her go or something? Well, and she sees that whole thing play out where one of them gets brought back to life and all right. that. That scene in the cave or yep. wherever they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think any of those three are on it. Um, there are people that are already dead. Mm-hmm. So it's like the top two on there, Cersei, Cersei and Walder Frey. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Those are the two that make the most sense for her to try to go get, I think. Definitely, yeah. Walder Frey being number one in my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, orchestrated Ned and yeah. everything, but the Red Wedding was a hell of a lot worse yes, than totally. Ned getting him his dumbass beheaded. Yeah. All right, we got one more from Keenan. What is the most wanted hookup on Game of Thrones between the following? So asking us, out of these three possibilities, who do we want to hook up the most? I already know the answer. Tormund and Brienne, Yara and Danny, or Jamie and Brienne? Oh, okay. Maybe I don't know the answer. I mean, it. I, Veronica, do you want to go first? Okay, tell me again. What, Yara so and Danny. Tormund and Brienne, or mm-hmm. Yara and Danny. So full on mm-hmm. lesbian. Yes, I understand what that means. Okay, like scissoring. <laughs> I get it. No, okay. yeah, I understand you know. what it means. Maybe some sixty nine. I don't know. And then Jamie and Brienne, which would be conventional man and female sex. Just the woman would be a, 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 an enormous person. Okay, torment would also be conventional. Yeah, but torment is like okay. Um, so partially I want to say Yara and Danny just because I predicted it, but I think. Tormund and Brienne, maybe? I just think it's funny. I think it's the least likely. I know, but I just find it like the funniest. So. It was definitely like I hope they continue to use that for comedic relief. Like it's a very funny thing, but I don't think realistically It would just make me laugh, so that's interest. why I pick it. She has no interest in him, you know what I mean? Like I don't think that's re- like 
Brienne is not going to be down for some torment. Yeah. I thought for some reason, and I don't know why this would come up in the whole show. The the hookup I want the most is Arya and Gendry. <laughs> I want I want that so bad. Isn't he like way older? Yeah, whatever. She's gonna she's gonna be eighteen eventually. I guess there's not really any rules in this show about there's like age of consent. I mean, there's there's okay out of this list. You know, the sexy answer is obviously Yara and Danny. Right. But you know, I, I don't need to. I don't really need to see that. Brienne is it and Jamie? Is it the sexy answer. Well, yeah, I guess. But listen, Brienne, none of these answers are sexy. Brienne and Jamie has got to be the answer here. You think yeah. so? Beca- All right. Because you know, it would be totally fan servicey. But to see, you know, I, I want to see Jamie fully redeemed, and I want to see Cersei die a miserable death. So. Right. Okay. You know, so just, if, man, that's going to be an awkward makeout. Like the first one is just going to be like, <laughs> like they just don't like. No offense to the actress who plays Brienne, she's like beautiful in real life or whatever. But uh, they just don't. Their characters in the show are like, yeah, it's yeah, like, I, yeah. Be like the hottest, most popular dude in high school dating like, you know, a bridge troll. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like it would. It would make very much sense. Yeah, but, and I feel like in this show, like I, she's like maybe never like handled a man before i think yeah like, they, they don't he's too pretty for yeah i think so her. that's why i want torment yeah torment, like, i think like, they're like, a better makes more sense yeah. for her that's that's true yeah. just, but just the fuck that ends the world those two <laughs> but let me just let me just float some other options out they here while we're on this kid. subject yeah let's get let's get the red woman to cast a spell so that Grey Worm can have his dick back and Ooh. then Grey Worm miss oh, and die. Man, yeah. that would be sweet. Yeah, I would like that. That would be the ultimate right there. And then yeah, and then let's get let's get Jura cured up and let him just one roll in the hay with Danny. Just, no, yeah. no. <laughs> one he, time out of dude, the friend he, zone. He deserves <laughs> it. He deserves it. He's fucking earned it. I don't want that. <laughs> oh God. He's not gonna get that, but man, does he deserve it. Yeah, Grey Worm and Missing At least like Day, a handy, good. like no eye contact, <laughs> like so, something, man. Like he just no, it would be the opposite. He'd be like fully, just like going down on her, and she'd be like, "Well, or I'll let's, just, I'll allow it." Or let, let's just vagina. go, let's just go right to the top of the mountain, Jon Snow and Danny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm rooting for Jon Snow, Red Woman. No, and then mid bone <laughs> necklace falls off, <laughs> and all hell breaks loose. Like. <laughs> John's like, kill me. I do in real life want Jon Snow and Danny. It's like I mean, a little weird to root for incest, but like I am. Yeah. I want it. Out of the but three, doesn't it kind of make sense because like they didn't know? And yeah, like, it's like and fine. And they haven't grown up with each other you as read, brother and yeah, sister. You read so those like it's kind of okay. like people come together and it's they funny. like accidentally marry their brother. They don't know. It's funny how yeah. Game of Thrones will skew your morals. Um, yeah. Out of the three choices Keenan gave, I'm going to say Yara and Danny uh, just because. I feel like, first of all, Yara. I don't know. I don't know what she looks like off off screen, but she's not a hot character, right? She's not like a hot female. character. But she's got some swag. She and does. I think she's, she's got a nice she has bond serious under lesbian there. swag, mm-hmm. like for real. But uh, no, I don't know. I just. I all think, right. Well, w- one vote. There's a distinct possibility of that happening. At least a tryst. One vote for each. Then. I, yeah, yeah, I want to say the armor comes off, and she's got a nice bod under there. Probably pretty muscular. I bet we can pretty use fit. the Google to find pretty out. Yeah. I bet we can use that Google machine. You know, I bet you're right. And put out some pics of her on uh, All right, well, we Lambs will and do. Cockles' Twitter account. Yeah. Okay. Hot Yara. Y'all want to talk about anything else before, before we got like three days left before this fucking uh, finale? 
madness. I'm just, I'm ready and I'm not ready because this Monday is the saddest Monday of the year. I know. It really is. It's such a shitty feeling when it's mm-hmm. all over. Fortunately, we'll get to do another podcast, which will help a little. Yeah. Um, do we think this episode 10 is going to be on the level of several of the episodes that we've had this season where there is a ton going on and a lot of action? Because we've seen some episode 10s where after the episode 9 apex, yeah, it's, it's kind of so real calm mellow. and it's all set up for the next season. I think this will be a pretty serious episode 10. I think so too. Like I've, obviously the episodes that have the big set pieces like Blackwater and Hard Home and Battle of the Bastards get, right. get all the love and the attention. But I think this is going to be a pretty good episode. Yeah, a lot happening. I, I, I'm I think with maybe you. Like I think a, we see a lot of action. I think so too, and I think at least like probably a big, really big cliffhanger at the end. I think mm-hmm. like I don't know, maybe the White Walkers are like coming up to the wall at the end, and we're like, oh shit, they're coming! Like I don't know, Brand something like, is like yeah, something really crazy it. where we're like, shit, that's gonna happen next season now. If it if if that is the cliffhanger. It, it needs to be the White Walkers literally outside of the wall, right? Because and I, I feel like we, because I, yeah. I feel like we've already ended about three seasons with White Walkers like standing like somewhere near the wall, like just north of it. Right. <laughs> no, I feel like they might be like at the wall or like because, crossing the wall, and that's like where well, they it can't ends. cross till Bran crosses. So we maybe Bran crosses. Yeah, you. I mean, like, where is Bran? Right we don't now? even know. We don't even fucking know. But so. yeah, there's such this imminent threat. And like, right. okay, well, if there's such this imminent threat, then get on with it. Right. Get him to the wall. Well, and I think Kelsey during Monday's episode said that she doesn't think we'll see Danny get to Westeros until like the episode before last of the entire series. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the times I was screaming at my, uh, my, my computer listening to the podcast. <laughs> I was just like, no, it has to be way before that because she has to kill a shitload of people there and a, a whole lot has to go down. I feel like it has to be at least a few episodes before the finale. Yeah. Or maybe she gets there and everybody's already killed and she's like, fuck, I still have no one to That's rule. That's true. There is that whole, <laughs> she walks into the fucking throne room and is just destroyed from dragon fire and she's or like, shit. Why did I come here? And or snow or whatever it may yeah. or may not be. Anyway, um, y'all tune in on Monday. We'll have another great episode of Oysters, Clams and Cockles after this season finale. And then we'll do one next Thursday too. And then, We'll probably just keep doing them for, I don't know. We'll let you know. We'll, we'll, we're going to figure it out. Yeah, let us let us know. Hit us with some feedback if you want us to go back and do these for the entire series. Start with series um, season one, because I know I need a rewatch. Yeah. I need, yeah. Well, I need one, too. Or any other ideas about episodes y'all would like. Yeah. Um, we tossed around the idea of doing some to like break down certain characters or factions that maybe people are confused about. Like The one we used as an example was the... Uh, Brotherhood Without Banners, like doing a little, you know, mini sewed on them or something like that. Anyway, hit us with ideas on Clams and Cockles and Clams and Cockles at gmail.com. Um, follow our other podcasts, Touching Base with Postgrad Problems and the Inside TFM podcast or two of the other ones in the Grand X network with us. Uh, I'm Ross Bolin. My Twitter, social media across the board is at WRBolin. Barrett's is at Barrett Dudley. Hit me up on that uh, on that Twitter. Trying to get you a thousand followers. What are you at? Like seven fifty. Oh, we got to be able to make that happen. We got over a <laughs> thousand on clams and cockles now. Yeah, well, that's yeah, follow re- Barrett. I just only retweet myself <laughs> on there. Yeah, you're a hoe. Y'all that. are supposed to get in there, dude. I'm. I gave you the anyway. <laughs> uh, also, remember that manoutfitters.com code is OCC for 20% off at checkout. Uh, thank you for listening Whoa, as always. And also follow me, asshole. 
Oh. At Veronica Ruck. Also, R-U-C-K-H. Also follow Veronica at Veronica Ruck. <laughs> R-U-C-K-H. God, you should have seen her face. Um, yeah. Subscribe on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Leave a review. Tell all your friends that watch Game of Thrones. And send us emails to clamsandcockles at gmail.com. If we didn't get to your email this week, we got like a hundred million of them, and they all say pretty much the exact same thing. So I kind of just tried to pick out, you know, the, the subjects that... Uh, that we needed to talk about. I feel like I just low-key dissed everyone who sent in the email. They all say the exact same thing. That's not what I meant. You're, you're all... Yeah. Yeah, you're They're here. great. They're great. They're just... There's a lot of them. Um, anyway, thank you all. We'll see you on Monday. Sometimes. <laughs>